Hi guys, it's Ryan again. So uh, we weren't able to get together this past week uh, again and record an episode. Uh, so uh, hopefully we're going to get together this week to record uh, new episodes, including the 200th uh, episode of the Save Continue podcast, which gets me very excited. Uh, we've recorded 200 episodes already, so that's it's a pretty big deal. Um, but uh, so I guess I thought I'd check in uh, once again and talk to you guys, see how you're doing. You guys can see how I'm doing, see how I'm living. Uh, so I was, uh, I was actually thinking today about what my favorite video games are. Well, specifically how my tastes have changed over the past 25 years. And uh, so when I was a kid, I think that my favorite uh genre was definitely RPGs specifically JRPGs um and now I feel like that's I feel like over the last 25 years or so that's really shifted because uh, now I'm more looking at fighting games and action adventure uh I did a post earlier on the Facebook kind of outlining that but um for, so from when I was when I was a kid for the longest time and up until like well into my adult years um my favorite game was River City Ransom. I'm going to take my glasses off because the glare is insane. Uh, my favorite uh, game was River City Ransom for like the longest time. That was like really the only game that I would like. It, that was the only game I would mention when someone asked me what my favorite game was. And then um, then in 2016, when the new the newer uh, Doom had come out, then like I was so uh, enamored by that game that that became my favorite game of all time. And it very much still is. Um, maybe Doom Eternal will be my favorite when that comes out, but I think that Doom is, 2016 is my favorite because uh, it was just so much of a revelation, and it was a really, really awesome way to bring, you know, bring Doom as, and it's like almost, and you think about it, kind of like the original essence of what Doom had always been until like the 21st century, uh, because we ha we've had Dooms uh, this century. We, ha you know, we had, uh, we had Doom 3, which, you know, was a good game in its own right, but it was, it was more of a, uh, Doom 3 felt very much like a survival horror game, um, with a, as felt like a survival horror game with a heavier emphasis on action than most survival horror games, but it still very much felt like a survival horror game for the most part. Um, and its main its main focus was on mood and environmental storytelling and stuff like that. Uh, so it was really it was a game that I feel was very much trying to scare you, uh, which was cool, but um, you know it wasn't what I'd always known Doom to be. Um, and so when uh, 2016 came out, um, it felt like playing. It almost felt like playing the first Doom all over again. I think that. Uh, Doom 2016 is the way, you know, it's, you know, it's the, the amount of fun that I had playing that game is, is the way I remember, you know, playing the original Doom. Uh, and, you know, that, you know, that, that kind of that revision of the Doom formula was just the coolest thing in the world to me. So it just, it just, you know, just stuck out to me as like this amazing game. And I don't think that like a lot of, uh, there have been a lot of games that have been rebooted in like the last like 10 years or so. Um, but I don't think any, any game really had the effect on me that 
that uh that doom had and you know it's funny because i you know i'm over the past you know year and a half or so i've been playing a lot of fighting games but and like i definitely have my favorite fighting games but i think that like if you know my favorite you know my favorite game is like just resides outside of that um but i think it's it's weird because i i used to love jrpgs like so much i used to um I think one of the things that I loved about them so much was how you could um, just the way that you could just walk up to and talk to anybody. Like I, there's something about that that I always really liked, um, and you know, I think that one of the one of the main draws of every RPG that I ever played was that um, that never that never really got old to me, and I I really didn't have a grasp though of how to actually play those games um you know turn-based like combat was just always such a weird thing for me when i was a kid and i didn't really understand how that stuff worked i didn't really understand you know how to kind of optimize characters and stuff like that because i don't think most most kids you know at that time or maybe even now but you know i remember most kids you know they didn't think about you know, uh, min-maxing or grinding out levels or anything like that. You just kind of just went along with the story as much as you could. And I remember I rented a lot of uh, JRPGs. Um, and I don't know why I would do that because, you know, I think that at most, depending on where I rented from, I, I had, you know, between, you know, one and three days to play it. And, you know, most, you know, RPGs can't, you know, I wouldn't be able to finish most RPGs in that period of time. Um, but that was always what I would prefer to rent. Not always, but a lot of the time, if I saw one, I, you know, I would definitely prefer to rent it. Um, the thing about it though, is when, you know, if you're, when I was renting games, the RPGs, like the SNES era, there was always someone else's save file on the thing, on the cartridge. And, um, pretty frequently I would load up that save file just to see like all the stuff that they had unlocked and all the, all the characters they had and everything. Um, and I, cause I figured like, why not? I wasn't going to finish the game in three days anyway. Uh, so I was playing a lot of those and then, you know, as I guess I, as I got older, um, you know, I still played them, but I think that my, uh, I think my attention has shifted away from them, uh, quite a bit. And I started just playing a lot of action, uh, action adventure games. Um, and I, I really think that I, I really think that I came back around to that, um, maybe in my, like, you know, in my mid twenties, I started playing more RPGs again. Um, but I also was playing like more Western RPGs, like a lot of the more, um, you know, a lot of the more action focused RPGs, like I was playing a lot of, uh, I was playing a lot of Elder Scrolls, um, you know, playing games like that, that um, kind of gave me more, I guess, what I felt was freedom over how I played the game. Because I think I, I think what really attracted me to those games is, I felt like I had more agency over what kind of character um, I was playing as. And I, and I think that in a lot of the, a lot of JRPGs that I played at the time were, your characters were set archetypes and they, you know, you played them you know, you play them how the game wanted you to. And, you know, I, I guess I didn't, I wasn't as attracted to that as I had been. Um, and, you know, I guess over time, you know, I, 
I liked RPGs, but I just didn't like them in the same way that I had, and which, which is why, like, I was really into games like The Elder Scrolls or Mass Effect, especially Mass Effect, which um, made me feel like I was, you know, like I had a direct hand in, you know, crafting what the narrative was, because I, I think that a lot of, you know, um, a lot of JRPGs at the time, um, you know, I, like, sometimes you get dialogue choices and things like that, but you you were always kind of like the path was pretty much set it felt like and um you know i think that you know with the games like mass effect like the conclusion is kind of set but at the same time um your uh the the route that you travel to get to that conclusion is you know it's a lot more varied and potentially more interesting so those were the kind of games that i really liked um but i think that now you know, my attention has really shifted to, like I said, you know, more action adventure games and more, uh, uh, you know, fighting games. Um, because like I mentioned, uh, last week, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Online. Um, and I've been, you know, I play a lot of, you know, fighting games, I play the Mortal Com- I play Mortal Kombat. Um, I've been thinking about getting back into Street Fighter. I really feel like I should, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me to split my attention between, you know, more than one fighting because I just, you know, I, it's hard for me to, uh, to kind of adjust to the different styles. Um, especially, you know, the difference between Samurai Showdown and Mortal Kombat, like one is really, really fast and the other is, well, not really, really fast, but comparatively speaking, you know, really fast and, uh, switching to Samurai Showdown, like the, like trying to, you know, uh, get myself in that mindset is, is really difficult. So, um, it's hard for me to balance two fighting games at once, but, you know, I, you know, I keep, you know, I'll keep trying it. Um, I keep buying them, you know, so, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, and I actually, I actually did get some, uh, I did get some responses on that post and I'd like to take a look at it and see what some other people have said. Let's see. So, um, you know, want you know some of you like uh, third third person action games or hack and slash dungeon crawlers, which you know I really like. Um, I've always been a really big fan of Diablo. Uh, I never actually, you know, funny thing is I never actually played the first Diablo, uh, but from Diablo two on, I've always really liked it, and I I really liked uh, Diablo three, and I do like games like that because there is like a sort of a um, a uh, a satisfaction of having like all those enemies on screen at once and just kind of just tearing through them and watching those numbers go up and up and up and you know like as your gear goes up like those numbers go up and then like if you have a character who has a lot of AOE because I love characters in uh in uh, Dungeon Callers who have like a lot of AOE magic um that's why I like I really love the the witch doctor in Diablo 3 because they just have like so much AOE and damage over time stuff and it's really awesome um uh, one of you said racing games, which I do like racing games. Um, you know, I um, there was a period of time where I was actually really into uh, sim racers. I do like arcade racers, though, but I was always really into sim racers because I always felt like with a sim, you know, actually getting the hang of it and and uh, having really good laps and everything like just was so much more satisfying because of how much more practice it, I think it takes. Um, especially like with, you know, the, like those, the, the dirt games, 
um, and with how much like you can tune the car and and uh, may you know having like having the settings on the car actually work in your favor like after you're tooling around with it in a bit and uh, you know Forza Horizon was always billed as a more arcadey racer but it still felt very sim like to me um, but I do like racing games a lot I don't play them as much as I used to um, I think maybe 10 years ago I was really into grid uh, I don't know how many of you played that but that was that was one of my games that I played like all the time and I like games like that because um, grid was cool because it, it kind of um, it makes different uh, mis different driving disciplines into one game like you had your grip driving and you also had uh, you had some toge driving you also had so you had like had drift circuits so that was always really neat and I think that more games should do that um, it is cool when a game can specialize in one specific thing and kind of uh, and just kind of like make like focus on that and make a really really cool version of one of those kind of games but it's also really cool to see a game that um, can mix different kinds of racing because it kind of mixes it up. One um, of you guys said road roguelikes, uh, Metroidvanias. Um, I was really into roguelikes a few years ago, but then every game was a roguelike for a while, and I kind of got burned out on it. Um, well, every game said it was a roguelike, right? But um, you know, I kind of just didn't. I kind of just didn't really um like those games after a while because it just all all of it sort of felt pretty samey but there were some that stuck out like uh i really like um i really like uh dead cells i like that game a lot um i'm really into enter the gungeon um tom i know likes spelunky a lot like he like he had some kind of like some kind of revelation with Spelunky a few months back and it was just like got really heavy into it. So roguelikes can definitely be cool. Um, I just, you know, I, uh, I kind of, I kind of uh, take it with a grain of salt when a game tells me it's a roguelike because it's not always uh, that much of one. Um, but some, I think that people should definitely check out like uh, that kind of put a different spin on the formula. So I think that a lot of the time when we hear roguelikes, like I think for me anyway, I think like platformers or or uh, or uh, dungeon crawlers of some kind. That's what I think of typically. Uh, but when you have a game that kind of puts a different spin on it, it's really neat. Like um, there's a game called Everspace that came out. Gosh, I want to say three, two or three years ago. I could be wrong about that. Uh, but it's a it's basically it's a space shooter uh, that's a roguelike so run based very arcadey space shooter actually it's a space shooter that plays more like a first person shooter um, which is really neat but uh, you basically you know basically roguelike formula you do you go different runs and then as like between runs you you know you're putting upgrades on your ship so I think most people would actually refer to that as a roguelite um, because of the pr uh, persistent progression that you can have. Um, but uh yeah that's a really good that's a really good one to check out um metroidvanias i think the last metroidvania i actually played was um guacamelee i never actually finished it nor did i play the second one but that's probably one of my favorites that i've played in a while um though i'd have to say the best metroidvania that i've played in the past decade or so has definitely been uh arkham asylum so that's one you should you should definitely check out, um, which I think a lot of people didn't really get into the Arkham games. Well, let me rephrase that. A lot of people that I know didn't really get into the Arkham games because I think that they felt like, um, 
you know, they didn't feel like they would understand what was going on because a lot of them don't know that much about Batman. But I don't think it's a game that you need to know that much about Batman to enjoy. I think those games are fine. Like, you could know nothing about Batman and have a really good time with it. Um, and the combat in those games is just really fun. It's really simple, but it just feels good. And it gives you a lot of tools and a lot of... Uh, and a lot of ways to kind of you know circumvent any threats that you have. Um, lastly, uh, what do you guys said RPGs, which I thought was you know something that I like. I said you know I really I do like RPGs. It's just I I um, I haven't played as many of them uh, lately, uh, just because I, I I guess I don't know if it's not me not having the patience for it because I I feel like I can't say that I don't have the patience for uh, RPGs and also pour as much time as I have into fighting games and Red Dead Online because I feel like both of those take a lot of, like, an insane amount of patience. Um, especially Red Dead Online with how much of a grind that game is. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I haven't really seen one that, that's grabbed my attention lately, but there are a lot of them out there, though. So I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking to check some out. My girlfriend and I were talking about Final Fantasy X, which is a game, admittedly, I... I played when it came out, but like I, it didn't, it never stuck with it, and the characters didn't resonate with me as like that much at the time. I think that game came out when I was, I want to say I was seventeen or eighteen. I think it was seventeen or eighteen when that game came out, and I guess the characters just didn't resonate with me as much as as uh, as a lot of other people. But you know, it's it's one of those games though that I've that we've had conversations about a few times. And it's got me thinking about, you know, revisiting it. And because I, I think I feel like I'd be approaching it with a new lens. Um, and I think, you know, it, I think it might probably be more interesting this time around, especially, um, you know, I feel like that game does have a lot of um, really cool things going for it. S specifically, though, I think that that game has like the best um, combat system in the series. Um, as far as the turn-based titles are concerned, I think it does it the best because I think it this is the way that makes the most sense. Um, I think being able to actively switch out your members during combat is like such a huge thing, and I don't know why they don't all do that. Um, so I do think I'm going to revisit it, um, you know, in the near future. Um, but yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, it's really cool to be able to talk to you guys about you know favorite games and. And you know what kind of games that we like, and I, you know, it's really cool that some of you, you know, engage with me on that, and um, and uh, and I got some insight on uh, what kind of games you guys like. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna end it here. Um, we're gonna have another. We're gonna be recording full episodes uh, this weekend, uh, so we'll have the uh, we'll have the next two episodes up and ready to go. Uh, we're gonna be recording the one ninety and the two hundredth uh, episode of the Save Continue podcast. So I'm really excited. Um, so one episode 199 will be up this time next week. So check, uh, keep your eyes open for that. And, uh, once again, thank you for hanging out with me and listening to me talk about video games for the last 20 minutes. And, uh, I'll see you guys next time. Bye.